For the past few weeks, we uh, have been studying church discipline here in the adult class. We took a break from our regular study of 2 Corinthians. We're in about 2 Corinthians chapter 4, but we've taken a break. The elders wanted uh, the, adult, uh, the adults in, in, at Fountainhead to understand church discipline. And we wrote upon the whiteboard last week. If you remember, we had the whiteboard last week. And we asked the question, how? And that's what we wanted to find out first because the elders had a mandate on, on how we as a congregation, they wanted us to understand how we as a congregation should exercise church discipline when it's up to us to do so. And we asked the question last week, how should we act when someone's actions are brought before the church? And we put it up on the board, what we should do as a congregation. Then we asked the question, how should we act when someone's action requires withdrawal of fellowship? And we put that up on the board as well. So we as a congregation, we understand what our job is, what our role is when it comes to church discipline. Today, though, we're going to look at the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why, and we will... Lord willing, look at the how. Uh, what you have, which you were given a couple weeks ago, I hope you brought it with you. You were given a little booklet that I made up from uh, various authors, uh, a study of church discipline, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how. I made that up. Uh, and I've got a couple of copies left if you don't have one. And then uh, we're, we, uh, from Wayne Jackson, we looked at this little track, and all the elders read this little track. And the elders wanted the members of the congregation to read this little tract, Church Discipline, A Tragic Neglect by Wayne Jackson. And we're going to be using this as a class booklet as well. The main class booklet that we're going to be using, though, is the Bible. Of course, Brother Jackson is, is, a, is a brother in Christ, and he, uh, he uses the Bible as well to uh, pull out his points. Um, let's look at who, just a minute. If you don't have a tract... Raise your hand, Doug. Would you hand out these tracks to people who raise their hands, if you don't mind? Look at page 8 in your track. Page 8 in your track. Conduct deserving, under the heading that says, Conduct deserving of church discipline. Brother Jackson writes this. What sort of attitude or conduct warrants the extreme measure of withdrawing fellowship? The Bible dresses this matter in several ways. A brother who has sinned against another, but who refuses to repent of his transgression, could ultimately be disfellowshipped. Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. Number two, those who cause occasions of stumbling and who initiate division are proper subjects for church discipline. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Titus chapter 3, verse 10. If you remember all of these particular uh, verses that he's quoting, we read them together and we discussed them together, if you remember. Those who are practitioners of such sins as fornication, covetousness, extortion, idolatry, drunkenness, reveling, etc., could certainly be candidates for withdrawal, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9. Advocates of soul-threatening doctrines must not be allowed to continue in open fellowship with the church, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, 2 Timothy uh, he doesn't give the verse the reference there. Uh, I guess maybe, no, it wouldn't be chapters 16 and 18. I don't know what reference he's given there. Those who walk disorderly are to be refused association by the faithful. Second Thessalonians 3, 6. But 
what is disorderly conduct? Now, he gives his summation there of what disorderly conduct is. What would you say disorderly conduct is? Those who walk disorderly among us. I'm going to give it to the class. What would be walking disorderly? Causing dissension among the church. What else would be walking disorderly? Someone that we should... Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. Pretending to be uh, a hypocrite, basically. Yeah, they're doing one thing in one place. Some totally... Di- you know, You know. there's a lot of folks that are charged with that. They go on vacation. In your beautiful state of Florida, they go down to your state, and they don't act like they do when they're back up here. You know, it's kind of crazy. Somebody who's gossiping. Some gossiping, yeah. They're, they're tearing up people because of their gossip. What else? What else would be someone who's walking disorderly? Let's look and see what Brother Jackson says. There are those who simply grow weary of the Christian life and decide to resign from the church. Now, I want you to think about somebody that you might know that's like this. Okay? When approached about their neglect and warned of possible discipline... They raise a voice of protest claiming, what am I doing that's wrong? I'm not committing adultery. I'm not a drunkard. The church cannot withdraw from me. An appropriate response would be, are you faithfully serving God? Do you meet with your brethren to sing, pray, observe the Lord's Supper, etc.? What would be the fate of the family of God if every member were at liberty to do as you have done? Spiritual neglect is disorderly conduct and a fitting response to such is discipline. Of some sort, at least. It would be well to remember, however, that a person's disposition is frequently the determining factor in terms of when or whether withdrawal of fellowship should be administered. I'm going to stop right there. What about that? Somebody that just lays out habitually. Is that walking disorderly? Or they just really don't want to be around us right now? What do you think? What do you know? Not what do you think. What do you know? Exactly. And, and, and give me, a, for instance, of what something like that would be. They're sick. Yeah, they're sick. They're physically sick. They can't get here. Can't get here. I, I, you know, I'm the preacher. But let me tell you, if it had been last night at 6 o'clock, I would have declined coming. My head hurt so bad I couldn't see anything. I hurt last night. I would have just declined, even though I dug, you just had to come up with one. I'm serious. I hurt. I mean, there are times when, I mean, you just can't make it anywhere. You can't make it to work. You can't make it to worship. You can't make it anywhere, can you? Because you're sick, Right? I can remember my grandmother. She used to worry about that because, well, she was 90, 90 years old. She died at 93. She was 90 years old. She'd give up the keys of the car. She just couldn't really get out and go. You know, they would bring the Lord's Supper to her, to her house. She wanted all the congregation to know that it wasn't because she didn't like them, it wasn't because she didn't love them that she wasn't there. She wasn't physically able to get out. So we understand that. But what about those, and you know them, they just lay out. Just lay out. Watch the preacher on TV. 
forsake the assembly. Is that disorderly? Is it? Brother, brother, brother Jackson says, No wise church leadership would disfellowship hastily a sincere Christian who through weakness had fallen into a sinful situation. As long as there is humility on the part of the offender and a genuine effort to overcome the problem, long-suffering would be indicated. We're supposed to forgive 70 times how many? Seven. As long as somebody's saying, please forgive me, we should do what? Forgive them. Exactly. So that we can be forgiven, right? Right? When, through, when though a surly, rebellious attitude is evidence, more drastic measures may be speedily indicated. Now, what, what, what he uses the word speedily indicated. Do we tend to drag things out? Do we tend to let hurt go on too long? Do we? We just let it fester and fester until it just blows up, don't we? Sure does. Causes a lot of lot of gossip. Causes a lot of gossip. What's wrong with them? Well, I think it's this. Well, I think it's that. Well, then once that gets out, that takes its own legs, doesn't it? It starts walking in its own way, doesn't it? Sure does until really the truth that was here, that the problem that should be uh, talked about and, 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 and the person should be, uh, you know, their, their conduct should be uh, hurt, helped with, addressed, it ends up being something totally different that would even there. Oh, sure. It just breeds sin, doesn't it? It just breeds sin. And, and, and uh, it says here, a faithful eldership should, eldership should let it be known that if a person wants to identify with the congregation over which they exercise supervision, he or she will be expected to live right and to assume a healthy responsibility in the areas of Christian growth and service. If there is remiss in these matters, discipline in some form or another could be advisable. One thing I love about our elders, if you've ever come in here... Uh, if you've ever come here since I've been here, I don't know if it's, it was going on before I was here, but since I've been here, and I'm not saying this is a reflection on me, I believe our elders were doing this before I got here. They ask someone who wants to place membership here at Fountainhead, do you have any problems back where you came from? Do you got any problems back where you came from? Well, you need to make those right before you come over here. Because we, you know, we love you, but we don't want your problems over here. I wish every eldership in the Lord's church would do that. It would cause a lot of it would cause a lot of confusion to stop, wouldn't it? it sure would. And that's what, that's what they ask. That's what they ask. So the who we've seen who the who is, and and, and that divisive someone who is divisive. Uh, that's it's very broad. It's a very broad term, isn't it? A very broad term. What about the what? What is church discipline? In your big booklet, Doug, I've got just a couple of copies of this. If you don't have a big booklet, uh, raise your hand and Doug, they're right here on the front row. Doug will give this to you. Uh, Page two of your big booklet. Uh, This is Brother Tom Moore. And Brother Tom Moore, I didn't put this in here. He wrote a sermon based upon uh, Doug, I mean Doug Jackson's, Wayne Jackson's um, uh, 
tract here. He gives Wayne Jackson uh, credit at the end, but I don't think I put that in here. Uh, I didn't copy and paste that in here. But anyway, you, you'll see a lot of similarities between Tom Moore's sermon and Wayne Jackson's little booklet. But it says here on, on page two, on, where it says under church discipline, uh, number four, number B, or letter B, exactly what is church discipline? In its broadest sense, it involves everything from the most basic instruction that a newborn child of God receives to the radical surgery sometimes required in withholding of fellowship from impenitent apostates. For the purpose of this study, we are speaking of the terminal act. Of course, we're going through the whole act itself. What is church discipline? Um, <clears throat> let me ask you a couple of what questions, just a minute. What if someone was divisive? They were a practicing drunkard and they would not give up their their sin what if they were a prominent member of this of this congregation what if they were wealthy and a contributor you know maybe maybe a third or even half of the contribution came out of this person's pocket how should we treat them i'm sorry should be like anybody else shouldn't they just because they're a prominent member and they give a whole lot doesn't mean they're any better than anybody else, are they? They're a sheep just like everyone, aren't they? So turn, somebody turn to 1 Timothy chapter 5. What if it's the preacher's son? Hmm? Well, my kids aren't supposed to do anything wrong, are they? all human aren't we all sinners uh first timothy chapter 5 verse uh, 19 do not receive an accusation against an elder except from two or three witnesses those who are sinning rebuke in the presence of all that the rest also may fear so against an elder it gives a little extra something there against an elder For everybody else, we're to rebuke in the presence of everybody so that you'll be scared and you'll be scared and you'll, you'll go, I better straighten up my life. If that person could, I mean, they're a prominent person. If that person could, well, I most certainly could. Right? What about a, a physical family member? What if it was your mama? We had to withdraw from because of her actions. Oh, your mama. My mama, why don't you pick on my mama for? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's immune from that. Exactly right. What about if it was your mama or your daddy? Or your own child who lives with you. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. Wow. Man, you've got a you've got a you've got a I mean, you can't divorce the person. That's not a reason to divorce and remarry, is it? 
What would you do? Watch this. Y'all know what y'all are visiting means. That means I'm not going to say anything else until y'all say something. Keep your mouth shut. You really are. What else? Maybe they're your brother or your sister. What do you do? Should be more willing to discipline them. Should you give up on them? Well, we haven't given up on anybody. That's the whole point of of discipline is we haven't given up on anybody. It's the ultimate act of love is is discipline. So when I socially withdraw from you, Joyce, I'm wanting you to understand how important my love for the church is, my love for God is, my love for you is, and my hatred of what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? So, So we haven't given up on anybody ever. Right. Sounds like one of those commercials want to get away. Oh, yeah, gossip can hurt somebody. It, in, I, we see that just out in the world, don't we? In the church, it's double. In the church, it's double. And that's, you know, we, we're concerned with those here within our number here. Do, I mean, are the elders in charge of those over at Corinth? Uh-uh, are they charged of those over at Portland Church of Christ? How about the church in Franklin? Now, just right here. Just right here. Well, she <laughs> Well, if you were, if you were, if you were, uh, if if you, uh, let's say it was uh, me who, I mean, I'll use me as an example again. You know, I've been beating my wife. I really hadn't, those of you visiting. Okay. 
But I've been using that, I've been using me as the example. And, you know, if you withdraw from, from me, all right? And uh, let's say you, you, you withdraw from me and you, you say, we're not going to have any social interaction with, with Chad whatsoever, okay? So, um, what about my wife? What, what about her? Right, exactly. You can associate with my wife, can't you? What about my wife associating with me? Wives, what, what is it? If your husband was the one being withdrawn from, what do you do? What does the Bible say that you do? I mean, the Bible doesn't contradict itself, right? The marriage bed is undefiled. Okay, I'm setting you up. Not saying she's divorcing me. You're saying she needs to get away from me. Mm-hmm. What if I'm a cry? Okay, let's, let's say this. What if I'm a crying drunk? I don't beat anybody. I just get drunk and I cry. Cry, cry, cry. Do what? Is what Charles saying, would that fulfill the mandate of for better or for worse and sickness and health till death do you part? Because you made a promise, didn't you? Right. What about children? Children, obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with promise. But I beat, my mother, I beat their mother or I'm a crying drunk. What is it? What, what should our children do? After the church, the congregation has disfellowshipped. They've, they've, they've withdrawn. I'm supposed to be a social outcast to this congregation. What should the church do for my family? What obligation does the church do? I'm sorry. Every time you see me, you should.
Well, it's, it's not me taking you out to eat, and it's not me. Oh yeah. You, what what should be the conversation that comes out of my mouth uh, with you? Hey, how you doing? How's the weather? No. How did you, did you like the Braves game last night? No. Shouldn't be the shouldn't be the conversation that we usually have. How are your babies doing? They doing okay? Good to see you. No, that's the conversation that we have. My, cut it out. Yeah, we we would love to have you back at our. We would love to have you back. That's the conversation we need to have. Exactly. It is, ne- it, is, it is very negative. But it kind of takes them into a further part of where it pushes it them away. It might. It might. It might. I mean, you turn them over to Satan. Right. But I mean, that's pretty negative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you turn them over to Satan. Yeah. 